Hello everybody, this is the House of Darkness for a new episode of Jive Talk. Sorry, this should have been out yesterday, but <laughs> I've been having a week, and the heat is not helping. And not that I don't mind, so I like the summer actually, and I don't mind it being warm, I just don't like being cooked, and it's not been vibing well with my health as of lately, so I do apologize for the delay, but let's get right to it. Uh, Sony's been doing some interesting things, so they've decided they're going to be releasing, they're going <sighs> to, Sony literally, I, I kid you not, feels like they're going all eggs in one basket for Venom. They're hoping Venom is, literally will s determine their future when it comes to solo films. They're putting it all on Venom, because all of a sudden now they're, they're, they've decided to... So we are we we've, we've already confirmed this. We've already confirmed they're doing a Morbius solo film. They're doing a Craven the Hunter solo film. But now we have confirmation that the Black and Silver movie that was supposed to be about Black Cat and Silver Sable have now that idea has gone away. And but now it's official that they're making two more solo films, both of them of being Black Cat and Silver Sable. Ugh. Okay, so. For those who have already heard my complaint about Sony and my, I feel like they're they're jumping a gun before that we even have a confirmation that Venom's even going to succeed. The fact that they are, and I here's the thing: I understand this much already. I understand that we don't. What's where I want to use? Get ready for success. Get ready to do more. Because if this succeeds. It opens the door for them to do other stuff, and I understand that, and I understand that as you know when you're when you're creating stories and ideas, you don't you don't just sit and, and wait. You get ready for more uh, possibilities. But I feel like they're making these announcements, these hard announcements, before they even confirm the success of Venom, because Venom won't be out for like another two months. And so we we still don't even know whether or not this movie's gonna do well. Even though Venom looks really, really good, the movie could be really, really bad. We don't know yet. It hasn't come out yet. So the fact that they're really like they are they are literally all eggs in one basket. That's what it feels like right now. So I'm like and and apparently I just read the other day that apparently Sony has rights to about nine hundred Marvel characters. At least that's what they stay that's what I read. I don't know which ones they are. That's that's amazing. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. I mean, granted, Marvel the Marvel universe is very big. So that and that that includes like from the A listers, but all the way down to like D's and E's of characters that we're like who. So the possibility of all these different you know projects that Sony can do is really big, and they even confirmed that they want to keep the uh, possibility open for them to do more crossovers with the MCU, with, with Disney and stuff. And that's part of the reason why they say they want Venom to stay PG-13 because they want that to keep the door open for Venom to be showing up in maybe the third Spider-Man film. You know, so it, it's good. I appreciate that. I think that's a, it's a smart move from Sony to do that. I do think they, and I, like I said in my last episode, I do think they need to slow down and wait to see if Venom succeeds before they keep saying they're coming out with this movie and this movie and this movie and this movie. Whoa. <laughs> Once again, I... I can see... I can see Black Cat to a certain degree 
working as his own solo film because she's she's essentially like she could it'd be her own like heist movies, you know, because she is she's a, a thief. But my thing is is like let's wait to see if it's even worth that because you you're you're using all these characters that actually in all honesty don't should not be by themselves. And so hopefully we'll, we'll see. Like I said, it all depends in October when Venom comes out, how the rest of the Sony's projects or ideas are going to go. So let's wait until we see that what happens there. Uh, uh, there's there's some stuff that has been happening I've been reading online. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to do this episode. Uh, what else? Did I, I saw something about we're going to wait on the big thing. So apparently people were... Biting, shaming Grant Gustin about there's a new look for The Flash for season five? I forget what season this is. Yeah, season five. They're redoing the costume, and apparently people are shaming Grant Gustin for being thin. Look, guys. It's, it, I, I, without, without getting into the subject about body types and stuff like that, I'm just going to stick on to the fact about the character. The Flash... His body is meant to be lean because he has high metabolism, so he's not meant to be a giganto guy. And most speedsters aren't, and that they're not supposed to be. So the, the fact that Grant Gustin's Gustin, excuse me, is thinner doesn't bother me. Let's, I mean, we're all like, well, you know, what's his face uh, in '90s Flash? He was huge, but like his body build was like that, and he's like a tall guy, and he's like broad shoulders. That couldn't be held, but I think, in all honesty, it's it's fitting that he's he's slimmer, anyways, because it fits with the power set. So, and I think people, you know, and in this industry, you can't win. Either you're too big or you're too small. It, it, you just, you can't win. So I think I, I think they need to leave him alone. And the fact that he's on season five of the Flash means he's doing his job and he's doing it right. So, and I have a friend of mine who. Whose daughter like loves Grant and loves his character and, and his, the actor and she's hardcore crushing him. So he's doing something right, you know. Grant, I feel like he doesn't have a job, but that's not my that's not his fault. That's not his fault, and I'm not gonna shame him for that. And I I don't it doesn't stop me from liking the Flash. Just just some things about the Flash, the show it's in general that I don't like that makes me irritated with it. Not him. So for all those people who who are being a bunch of haters, need to stop and stop, you know. Jumping on on people's success and finding ways to try to be mean and about it. I hate I hate when people do that. Just leave them alone. Um, apparently Star Trek Four is on its way of being to being made, but apparently the future of Kirk is in question. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about that. Did you guys like Beyond? I, I thought it wasn't too bad. I think Interdarkta was better compared compared to that one, but I that's just me. So what do you guys? How do you guys feel that apparently the the status of Chris Pine coming back to play Kirk is is in the balance, and so we don't know what's going on with that. So how do you feel about that dance? Speaking of Star Trek, uh, it has officially been announced that they're doing another Star Trek TV show, and my man Patrick Stewart is coming back to reprise his role as Jean Luc Picard. Yes. Please, I am ecstatic. I when I read that, I had to first of all I saw it pop up on Instagram, and I was like, "This got to be a troll." So I I looked it up, and it's legit. And they showed him at a at a conference or something. And he announced that he was doing it, and I lost my mess. 
I I was running around. I was sweating. It was like I was excited. This is I. He's literally my favorite captain. John Luke Picard is my favorite captain. Before and, and you can't say, well, what about Cisco? Cisco wasn't a captain when he first started. He was a commander, if y'all remember. Then he was promoted to captain. I think after the first season, I think it was season two. He was he was officially captain. So no, out the gate, Picard was a captain. And so he's still my favorite captain out of all the captains in Star Trek. And I still love Cisco. He's still the best, but he was not a captain when he first started. For those who know the facts, know that in your faces. Um, but I'm very, I, 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 I want to know. I want to know how this is going to go. Is he going to be Admiral at this point? With, I, I'm very curious about what this one's going to be about. Because if we saw, if we guys remember about, next generation how it ended it was just kind of it was not old man they they started it, it was it was a clear indication it needed, it needed to end so it was on its way to ending so i'm very curious of what they're going to do at this point is he going to be like i said is he going to be an admiral if he's going to be will he have his own ship is he is he i mean is he going to be back on on earth you know teaching the new generation. I would love to know what this one's going to be about, especially the fact, and then is, will that open the door for, you know, for Riker, Troy, you know, a new version of Data to come in? Because, you know, based on the movies, Data's was, his original body was destroyed, and then there's his, his you know. So I'm very curious to see if this is going to open the door for all, a lot of the old characters to come back to the TV show and, Get have cameos. I just I want to know what's gonna happen, or maybe he's gonna have a whole new crew. I will, and he's gonna be on a different ship. He's not even gonna be on the Enterprise. I just, I want to know what it's gonna be about. So I'm all excited. I just I'm so happy to know that he's coming back to play one of the most iconic characters that exist in history. And so I I I'm excited. I'm very 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 excited. I saw a picture, by the way. Speaking speaking of characters of a live. <laughs> <laughs> a live action Dora the Explorer, and they got the girl from Star Transformers: The Last Night. Was her name Isabella to play her? And I'm like, y'all need to stop. This is where this is where this stuff needs to stop. I was like, why do we have to have live action of everything? We don't need everything to have a live action film. And I feel like it's like this is just why this world needs to slow down. Everybody needs to slow down. We do not need. We don't. We don't need it. We don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> what's next i just like baby einstein's no I don't, i'm kidding don't do that please don't please don't don't do it we don't need it we don't need it <laughs> it's so bad i don't know why i don't know why this is a thing uh, uh so we're looking at and we've been pushing i, I don't know about i take it back, i don't know about we've been pushing but there has been ever since specter there has been a talk about a new James Bond, and because Daniel Craig made it clear he didn't want to play James Bond again, even though we have confirmed he's playing Bond one at least one last time in this, the current film that's coming out, and that and so the possibility for a new Bond is on the way, and it looks like they're pushing for Idris Elba to be officially the new 007. I say, why not? And, you know, so everyone's like, oh, how do we do it? It's going to be a non-black. So there was a joke. There was a joke. I was with my I was with my family, and we talked about a possibly a new James Bond, and I brought up, you know, because Idris Elba is literally on the short list. He's on the list of people who are being mentioned to be the new Bond, and I brought it up, and they're like, as it wouldn't work. I'm like, why? Is it because he's black? So, like, if 
they went to find him. They were like, oh, it's, he's, he's a black guy. And, and it, you know, and so it, like he would be picked out of a crowd. I'm like, okay. I, I was like, ha, ha, I get it. But there's a way to, I was like, there, he's not the only black guy that exists in England. There's a plenty of English or British people who are black in the world. So they would just, you just have to change. You do have to change the, di- the demographic of each film just to make it more reasonable. I guess that's the word I want to use. Plausible? I guess it's the word plausible. We'll use that. So I just think it's, but it's a funny joke. But I literally, I think it'd be fantastic if he did play Bond because it will be different. It will, and I think it it needs to be explored. Why not? It'd be great. Fight me. <laughs> oh man. Um. Was I saw so apparently there's this big to do about Dark Phoenix. See, so okay, so the X Men Dark Phoenix movie was clearly was supposed to come out this year, but was pushed to February April of next year. And part of the reason why it was pushed back it was so they can do reshoots. Now there's rumor that apparently there was like it was supposed to be three months worth of reshoots, and they're like, are they redoing the entire film? And apparently that's a rumor. And uh, but. It, it, it makes it clear that there are extensive reshoots being done, but it's only for, like, a couple of weeks. Look, I don't care if it's a couple of weeks. I don't care if it's two months. I, all I want to do this movie to be is to be right. I just want this movie to be good. I want this movie to be the best send-off for Fox's X-Men series ever. I don't care how long the reshoots take. All I care about is this movie being fantastical. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if so, you know, and people because people are trying to predict. Oh man, reshoots mean this movie's gonna be this movie's gonna be bad. It's gonna be horrible. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, look, guys, if they're reshooting the movie or at least scenes from the movie, they looked at it and said, mm, we don't like how this looks. Let's redo this. I'm okay with that because if if they're that means they're taking a serious look at the movie. And I think I've said this before about reshoots. It's like if the fact that they're doing reshoots and it, and it means they're taking a serious look at the film and they want to do it right, why would we mess with that? Why are we, why are we automatically condemning the film? Because uh, let me think, there's a bunch of movies that had reshoots and and it made it the movie better. Now now I'm gonna be you know straight with you. Suicide Squad had reshoots and it saved the movie. It didn't make it was not the best DC film, but it did save the movie. <laughs> Because it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I expect this movie just to just outright flop, and it didn't. Not not you know, not really. And so I was very impressed with the fact that I was like, wow, I'm actually entertained by this film. Was there a lot of wrong? Yes. Was you know there was some issues? Yes. But it, I was still thoroughly impressed to how entertained I was by the film. And that was after reshoots. So let's just let's just keep this. Let's keep that positivity in our mind. And like I said, I feel like Fox knows better than to to end their legacy with it comes to the X Men on such an ugly, ugly note. Or you know, so just let's just let's just let's just be positive, guys. Let's 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 hold each other's hands. Let's 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 be calm. Let's have some chamomile tea, and and just expect good things. Just expect good things because they haven't at least in this news series of x-men movies they have not failed me and i'll fight you on apocalypse i will i will until my face falls off <laughs> so uh i think we mentioned this before 
about Hasbro has bought Saban and the rights to all the Power Rangers stuff, and they made it clear that they are doing more movies and their scripts being written and everything. But not only that, they've confirmed that they're doing a sequel to the first movie, live action film that came out, what, 2016? 2016. 2016? I, I think so. So the so that means we're getting the, the original cast back. At least I hope that's what that means. Because I've, I've seen people, I've seen reading online, people's like fan cast for the you know, Power Rangers sequel. No, don't redo the cast. Just bring back the people that are already, if it's a sequel, that means it's the same people. <laughs> but I'm excited. I think, I thought that movie deserved a sequel to begin with. And the fact that Hasbro has saw that film and saw that as the, they see the potential in the franchise and they want to continue on with it. And the, the fact that it said sequel means no reboot. We're not starting from scratch. Yes, this is what we want. So let's go. Sorry, I just brushed my mic. Let's go. And let's get let's get us a fantastic sequel. Bring in Tommy Oliver, bring in the Green Ranger, and let's do this. Let's 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 just let's just make this happen. And I'm very happy about this. And I, and I I want folks to be to enjoy it like I do, especially because it feels like the way they're going with the Power Ranger movies is very close to how I wanted to write the story. So that's why I'm excited for it. So uh, the fact that they're they're liking the tone and the direction it's going from the first one, and they want to make a sequel based off of that, is is great. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You 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 already have my my tickets already bought and has nothing has even shown yet. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's really good. I think that's very great. So on to on to some things. Uh. DC, y'all need to make up your mind how you want to do things. So, we have, if we, wait, before we get to DC, because DC will pour into the, the what I wanted, really wanted to talk about. Let's focus on, real quick, let's go back, because for those who aren't aware about what's been going on with Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Disney, Marvel, the whole thing with James Gunn, ten, apparently about 10 years ago, James Gunn had made some very off-color, no, some offensive tweets, I won't even say off-color, just offensive, they're offended. They, and they offended plenty of people. And for what I've read, they are kind of messed up. And and I mentioned it in my previous episode. I wasn't. I didn't get into the whole subject about it. And I was talking to uh, Ian from the Stuff Podcast Show, and I was just saying how I feel like this should have been handled differently, to a certain degree. I feel like certain people like Dave Bautista needs to calm down and stop making threats and being and dropping and just being just I know this stuff is messed up. I understand this. I just feel like everyone needs to handle this a little better. And I even and I like the fact that I feel like there's a there's been there was a disconnect between Disney and Marvel about this. Because the way Kevin Feige's talking makes it sound like Disney just said we're doing we're getting rid of them without talking to at least the Marvel side of the whole thing. So it makes me curious about what's happening. Uh, but they did say that Kevin Feige, who is, a, for those who are not aware, is the president of Marvel, is fighting really hard to get James Gunn reinstated so he can continue his work with the MCU. And sure, go for it. I, I'm, I have nothing. In, in all honesty, here's my thing. I, I mentioned in a previous episode, the past is the past. It's a shame that it's coming up all of a sudden now during the best part of this man's career to to, to mess with him. It makes, it makes me question the motives of why this came out to the surface all of a sudden. But at the same time, we he, he, 
he has to understand that you got to be careful with what you say and when you say it and where you say it because that stuff will come back on you. But at the same time, I think, you know, we, none of us are, uh, I just had a conversation with a friend of mine about how no person is, I mean, beyond redemption. They have a, they should have a right to be, to, to uh, make up for mistakes they've made in the past. And it seems like James Gunn already has already done that, and so and and he's been succeeding. And the fact that the entire cast of Guardians loves the man, and the fact that like there's people in Marvel who are like, "This guy is fantastical. Why? What is? Why is this happening?" says a lot for him as a person. So I do think that he should come back, and and at least in my in my opinion. Let him do. Let him finish his his baby. Guardians. The Guardians movie have been his baby, and he's put a lot of energy into the stuff. He's. I mean, he did the whole dancing for Baby Groot. Let's come on. I mean, let's be real. But it, it's it's very clear that he's very passionate about the story and these characters and the people who play these characters. And I think, I I feel like if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna bring him back, bring him back so he can finish what he started. In all honesty, I just that's my opinion, and. The whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing with Dave Bautista. For those who don't know who Dave Bautista, he was he is a former WWE wrestler turned actor, and he plays Drax the Destroyer in the Guardians movies. He is a fantastic Drax. I think he's fantastic. Uh, I his his re- reaction to what happened with James Gunn is understandable, but I, I feel like he also needs to remember that he has his own career to be concerned about and he needs to watch how he acts and how he, what's he what he says and the threats that he makes because that can affect his future in the industry and i just and so i i like i said i understand why he's mad i understand that because if it was somebody that i knew personally and they got and they got they were mistreated for something that's that was old, old news, and we're talking about like a decade old. I'd be upset too. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, but I feel like they need he how his how he's handling it is not the best way. I feel like there's a more professional way to deal with it. You know, if you really want to express how you feel, you can do that. Do that with your friends. Do that with your family members. Do that with the cast members. I just, I just feel like he just needs to be careful because that can affect everything about him from this point on and his, and his future and so i just that's just how i feel about everything he's been doing i don't blame him for being upset i'm not even mad at him for being upset because i would be too <laughs> you know what i mean i just feel there's a there's a different way he could have handled it and so i'm hoping that this doesn't affect you know because i like i said i like him as drax he's a fantastic drax and i just i just don't i i feel i feel you know, we don't need to lose two good people from the Marvel universe. Just, just be careful. That's all I got. That's all I say about that. So, going back to what I originally was going to say about the DC <laughs> world of DC, and it leads to the subject I, I want to talk about. So, uh, not just that, because there's been a couple of things. So, we have just confirmed. There's been confirmed that the Doom Patrol series. Yes, there's a Doom Patrol series coming out. Is going to get Vic. Stone, aka Cyborg, which weirds me out because Titans won't. Wait a minute, it doesn't make sense. We why is Cyborg going to Doom Patrol? Now, 
they could be setting up. I don't know the, their goal in the end, but they could be setting up to where the Doom Patrol and Titans have a crossover, and and Cyborg goes to the Titans. I mean, it's possible. I mean, granted, I feel like if they're gonna do Doom Patrol, uh, Beast Boy should be in Doom Patrol, and Cyborg should be in Titans because Beast Boy was part of Doom Patrol at one point in his life. So I, that's why I don't understand the direction they're going. It's just a, it's a weird. It's a weird thing they're doing, and I mean, among other things, when it comes to the Titans and stuff like that. But I feel like they, if it, if it's leading to him going joining the Titans, okay, it's it's a it's a it's an interesting do- way to do it. I feel like it's backwards, and they're using the wrong character. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. They've they've confused me a lot about you know bringing in Star Girl, the whole thing with. I mean, how do you feel about Batwoman getting her own series? Because apparently she's going to be in one of the. There's going to be a crossover in the CW to introduce her character and in her own series. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't I don't dislike Batwoman. I know I know minimal about Batwoman, especially when they reintroduced her into the comic books and she's in what. Was it the Bad Blood animated film? I think that's the one she got introduced in. Recent animated films. So her coming back in the series, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I feel like that energy she would have put into a different Bat character, but that's, you know, that's just just how I feel. And I find it intriguing that I, I read also that DC's also working on a Supergirl movie. And not a Man of Steel sequel. And I'm like, okay. Here's my thing. Supergirl, well, I don't I have no problem with Supergirl having her own movie, but she's succeeding right now on the on the TV screen. We need a Man of Steel 2. Now, if you you could I you know, it it'd have been better if she was introduced in a Man of Steel 2. It would have made sense, but I, I just I don't, I don't know the direction they're going on stuff because we're we're getting we're getting a Wonder Woman sequel, which is well deserved. But they were like they were all talking about how they weren't planning on ever doing a Man of Steel two, but we're getting a Supergirl movie. I'm I'm like ah, uh, you're it's essentially you're you're what you're 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 making another Kryptonian film when you you have one sitting right there. And I'm just like, you, I don't, I don't understand where all their energy is being put into. I was like, why are we? I just, I don't understand. I don't understand what they're doing. So I wish they would, I wish they would make up their mind how they, the direction they're going with these movies. And I know they're work. They said they're focusing on doing a lot of solo films before they ever do crossovers. But I, you know, if that's the case, you need to do a Men of Steel too. It, ha- it should happen. And and I I have nothing against Kara Zor-El showing up on the big screen, but I feel like she should be part of uh, a sequel leading into you know and may, like like that be let Men of Steel two be about his cousin landing on Earth and her adjustments and then I don't I don't know I feel like you're letting you're wasting Henry Cavill's just sitting there doing nothing and while well, he should be now if he's in, if he isn't being in Supergirl well, let's go but i just i i need i feel like Kara is doing is doing really well right now on TV she doesn't need a film at this moment so i feel like the characters uh, by putting her in, in a movie you're putting your energy in the characters already succeeding somewhere else <laughs> you know what i mean <clears throat> 
I don't know. That's just that's my how my brain's working on it. I'm like, if, if she wasn't on, I don't know. If she wasn't on TV, I can see it. But like, yeah, we we don't have her. On, we don't have her. Uh, we don't have her rep- represented yet. And so, but she is represented. And she's represented well. And so, let's just focus on the sequel. But I just for Superman because he needs a sequel. You know, he's just been sitting there. He died. Now he's back. Give him a sequel. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. That's my thing. So, uh, I thought that was interesting. Like I said, if they do it and it's really good, I have nothing against it. I, I like Supergirl. I like the character a lot. Uh, I, I specifically like her when they did the, when they reintroduced her in the Batman Superman comics. And she and she's really good. And then she ended up getting her own graphic novel and that took place after the Batman Superman comics. And she was really good in that. And it, it was, and I liked it. I liked it, and it, you know. So I have nothing against her. Like I said, coming onto the big screen, and I hope it, it is a really good movie. I just feel that it, that could be pointed. It could have been used to, if you're gonna put another, if you're gonna put a Kryptonian on the screen, bring back Superman because he he's not being represented at this point, at this at this moment. You know, he's not on TV, and he's not on. The, he's not gonna be on the big screen. So why are we, you know, why are we? putting energy into another Kryptonian when she's already being properly represented by by the CW series. I don't know. That's just how my brain is, and I feel like I'm repeating myself. So we're going to move on. <laughs> so I was reading a line, because we're going to focus in D.C. about this, that people, somebody was popping off that, like, he's all, you guys only saw two seconds of, of Titans. You're already putting the whole show down. It's like, you guys don't even know anything yet. And so how do you judge something based on a little bit that you've seen? So and so, I was like, okay. So it goes it goes back to what I was thinking. I was thinking about: can we really judge something based off of this? Maybe some clips we've seen from like a trailer or move or like a commercial or like a promo. And is that enough? And and it's just, and it's and it's how do you, do we have the right? And as, and as a consumer, I say, yes, we have a right to decide whether or not we're going to see a movie, if we're going to like it or not. And that's and that's why I feel like any promos that these shows do, whether it's for movies or for TV shows, need to be on point. Because that will determine whether or not I, you're going to – we live in a busy world. And, it's, and to commit ourselves to whether it's a movie or a TV series or a game or whatever it is that's going to take our time, it has to be good. In order, in order for us to decide whether or not we're gonna we're gonna sacrifice that time for whatever that is, and so I feel like yes, you should you should be you you should be knocking it out of the park right out the gate to get my attention. That's why uh, Voltron, the, on the Netflix series that's done by DreamWorks, is still to me personally is my favorite series of all time because it has consistently has been fantastic since episode one. Because right now season seven came out. Friday, and they still don't disappoint. I like I was at the when season six ended. I was like on the verge of tears because the way they write the story is so good. It's so good, and it it is just like there's you can I there's not an episode I hate in the in the whole series, and that's very rare on a TV show because even even like my favorite shows have dry episodes, and to me Voltron does not have a dry episode. And I and I'm, they're doing a fantastic job, but it goes to show that. But you have to have that people's attention by day at day one, and that's why sometimes those clips are very important, or those trailers, or you know, those are very important. 
when I saw the trailer for, let me think. I'm trying to think of movies and stuff I've seen. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not seeing that. Um, like, I really want like this, but I really wanted to see. Then I saw the trailer. I was like, yeah, we'll see. I want to say Solo, Solo to Star. I, I still want to see that movie, but when I, it wasn't like my, I have to see this. I have to see this. You know, I it was. It, it's it's not like uh, that's not. It didn't do that for me. Um, when let me think, when the whole thing with the Inhumans was even started, and everything was going on about the Inhumans being a show, and the whole production about, and then also when the when the first trailer dropped, and I was like, okay, okay, and then they finally there was like a meteor one that came out after that, and I was like, eh, it was starting to the hype was big, and then after the second trailer, I was like, mm. and I just never watched the series because they didn't it didn't get me. Everything started looking funky, and I'm just like, eh, you're, you're you're killing it, you're killing it for me. And that's and that's uh and that's what's wrong and that's how I feel about like those trailers like what's a good one oh um BVS did it like I was gonna go see BVS but it wasn't like on my top of my list and then like by the third trailer I was like all right you got my attention all right this is what you should have been showing from the beginning where was this so they had my attention suddenly it was the same thing with Suicide Squad when they had that one trailer that had that was to cut to. I forget what song it was cut to. Was it Queen? I want to say it was Queen. It was done so well. I was like, all right, you got my attention. I'm in. I'm going to go check this out. I still worry about it, but this trailer's got my attention. And th- so those moments where they're revealing stuff makes so much of a difference in, in whether or not I'm going to see that film or see that show. Like, I, I kid you not. <laughs> I was like, when they were like, the new Titans trailer dropped. I literally got up. I, I think I was laying down or something like, like that. And I saw, it, my, my, I saw it pop up on my phone. I hopped out of bed, turned on my computer, and went to check it. And was just like, uh, it's okay. <laughs> I literally was like, I mean, Hawk and Dove look good. Robin looks fine. Except for dropping the F-bomb. That was stupid. Corey looks, doesn't look, still doesn't look good to me. And that's why, and that, and I, and that's why I think those are important. We we are looking for those very specific reveals in these promos to give us a reason to want to watch these shows or go to watch these movies or to play these games, it, you know, you know. And so when you go to watch it and it's disappointing, you're not gonna go watch it. So yeah, we do. You know, you only saw it for twenty two seconds or something like that, and you you already are judging it. Yes, because our our time is precious. And so if you're going to make us if you're going to make us sacrifice our time whether it's whether it's half an hour, 45 minutes, two and a half hours, uh if it's a game days, whatever it is, it better be good. <laughs> it better be it better grab me by the face, drag me across six states and then make me walk home. That's how good that trailer is supposed to be. <laughs> And I'm like, that's how it's supposed, and that's why I'm like, like I'm not excited for Godzilla. When the Godzilla trailer dropped, and I looked at, it, I was like, eh, I'll probably go see it. But then when the new Venom one came, I was like, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. And then when Shazam came out, I was like, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm doing. And I was like losing my mind. I'm calling folks, do you go Shazam? You go see Shazam? And then when Aquaman dropped, that trailer, oh, that's what we did. We started just losing our minds, started foaming at the mouth because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to grab us by the face. And that's how you're supposed to feel <laughs> when you go see a movie or when you go watch a show. That's how you, you it's supposed to already have you by the heart, even before the movie comes out. 
That's how you're supposed to. If you're getting up and you're worked up and you're screaming, you're sweating and you and and you already you look like you you like ran a marathon. And he said, "No, I just saw the new Venom trailer." That's how you're supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to work. That's what you do, and that's important for everybody. For anything, it doesn't matter what it is. For anything, you know, you got you got to sell me on it. If you want me to commit, you got to make me believe. And that's why shows like, well, you know, and it worked out, and it, and I did dodge a bullet with Inhumans because it didn't, it didn't deliver. I'm wary of Titans because it, the, the trailer, as, as, as much, so much, as much work as they did, because I know they did a lot of work on that trailer. I know they did. You know, I edit my own, my own videos. I know what work it takes, and I, my, my videos are nothing compared to a lot, a lot of these trailers that come out. But I know there's a lot of work that went behind it, but yet the, it, what they delivered was not enough to make me go like, I'm going to love this show. Now, I already said I'm going to commit two episodes in it. I've committed to I said that I'm going to stick to my word. You're getting two episodes out of me. But I have a right to look at something you, you, you give me, and you want me to love it, and if you don't love have me love it in the first, like, 30 seconds, you're not going to get anything else from it. Because isn't that what they say? It's like, well, it's a, well not 30 seconds. You... It's like well between like it was like ten to thirty it was like ten fifteen seconds is is how much time you have to give a, a good first impression whether it's at an interview whether it's you know and so that is huge so and it works the same thing for stuff like this you you have to grab me immediately if you want me to commit and if you don't grab me that's why. Uh, that's why Pacific Rim Uprising didn't grab my attention. I'm like, oh, this feels like Robot Jocks 2. But by the way, it was being done. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I'll probably see it eventually. I haven't seen it yet. Not that I don't want to. It just didn't grab me enough to make, me, to make it a priority in my head about what movie I should go see. Or I should go see this because it looks, it looks great. It, it, didn't, it didn't do that. It didn't do that. It didn't do that. So I want, I think... But that's how it should be for anything. If you want me to, if you want me to care, you better, you better have me immediately. And you know, man, you're like, man, Dave, that's kind of you're a little snobby about it. Maybe, maybe that's a snobby about it. But like I said, we're in a, we're we're living in a world where we're always busy. You know, some of us, you know, we got jobs, we got bills to pay. You know, some of us are family people. I'm, a, I'm a father. You know, we, you know, I travel a, a lot lately. You know, and some of us have health stuff we deal with. You know, there's stuff we have to deal with as 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 people, and so our time is precious. And so, like I said, if you're gonna get me, you better get me from the minute it starts, from the like the, the, the ten seconds it starts going. And be like, blah, 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 and, you know, and that's that's how it's supposed to be. And I just, <laughs> I'm, I, 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 even I will say the same thing for Marvel. If Marvel came out with a crappy trailer for a movie, I'm like, mm, I ain't feeling it. I have yet to look at a trailer when a movie came out for the MCU, and it was like, mm, not feeling it. Uh, let me think. I, I, I'm trying to think really hard. What what trailer was so was I? I was like, mm, I'll go see it. Man, I'm having a hard time. I'm playing through all all the ones in my head, and because I've, I've I've watched them all multiple times. I don't know. I don't know right now. I'm trying to. I'm sure one will eventually, but I can't think of one. And so I'm just saying that's that's. It's got to be that. It's got to be that. And if you can't if you can't pull that from a person, don't expect them to be 
to be open to something if you don't have their attention. Now, I give kudos to people who are like, you know, I'm going to give it a try, even though it looks like hot, what, what did my sister say? Uh, hot, wet garbage. Yeah, not just hot garbage, hot and wet garbage. And, and it's about still give it a chance, you know, maybe it's so big. That, I'll give you guys credit for people who are like that. When people saw how ugly Inhumans looked, and they're like, oh, I'm still giving it a chance, I think you guys are fantastic people. <laughs> no, seriously. I was like, but I just feel like, I'm like, mm, no, you don't got me. No, no. They, what, what? No, no, no. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm that kind of guy because it's, I, it just, it's, uh, it's just, you have, it's just, this is my time. And if I got to burn it on something, it better be fantastical. So that's my take on that. Real quick before we end this episode, I want to give a shout out to my favorite DC <laughs> actor, Ray Fisher, who is Vic Stone, a.k.a. Cyborg, who was in Justice League. First of all, I love Ray Fisher just because he's done, He's I think, like I said, and I think we've mentioned this before. I think I've mentioned it on Jive Stuff with, with Ian, too, that Ray Fisher is such, he's one of my favorites because of the fact that he made cyborg come alive in justice league and if you see if you watch anything behind the scenes about of justice league cyborg is sitting he literally is in a mocap onesie he even says it. it's a mocap onesie and he has a little red light over one of his eyes and he but you the work he put in the playing cyborg he really liked that character and loved that character and i think this is like one of his big movies this is i haven't heard ray fish until this point and he made that work. He made it come alive. He, like, Cyborg ended up being one of my favorite characters in Justice League because of how Ray Fisher portrayed him. That's really good. So that's why I'm like, hey, I'm behind, I, I got his, I'm on, I'm on his side this entire time. I, he's got my, he's got my support. And so people are speculating that he's no longer playing Cyborg. And he was on Twitter, Instagram. And pretty much told them, hey, I, I, you know, if I, he's all, and he's like, usually, I, you know, I ignore stuff, rumors that people say, but I feel like this is a point I need to say something. He's like, if I decide to no longer play Cyborg and put, and is it a hang up my motion capture onesie, I will let you know. Until then, I'm not going anywhere. Yes. I was like, yes. This is why you're one of my favorites. I was like, thank you, Ray. So I just thought it was really good to make that give a shout out to Ray Fisher for making it very clear he's cyborg for life. He and it just and I, th I think it said it on there it was like hashtag Borg, Borg for life. And I was just like, this man is the best. I almost felt like he should get his own solo phone just because he's so sick about that. I I I I, I feel like he doesn't need one because it's cyborg. And he, his story is really quick to explain, and Justice League did a really good job of kind of wrapping your head around his story. And I know they cut out certain scenes, but it still was pretty clear by that movie what happened to him and and, and, and how it changed his relationship with his dad and, and him as a person and stuff like that. But he deserves to be in another movie. I can't. I, he just he just he needs a, I, he, just, he just deserves it. And the fact he, they 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 have footage of him in the gym getting ripped again, getting getting beefcake means we're gonna get Vic on screen one more again. And I'm like, please do. He was my favorite. And I liked it. So, anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. I I just I just had to I had to bring I had to bring out some Ray Fisher love because he's he's fantastic. So tell me guys what you guys think. 
How do you guys feel about James Gunn coming back and, and doing Guardians Three? Even if say say that's his last movie, do you guys do we still think it's worth it to have him come back? Because he did write, he already wrote the first draft of the script. He did the other two movies, wrote and directed. So is it is it is it just right for him to come back and finish the story, even if it was his last Marvel film? Because at one point they were saying. Oh, they're in negotiations for him to fin- to come back and do another Marvel project. And I'm like, no, he should come back and do Guardians 3. So what do you guys think about that? If this is his last film, is this right? Should we, he, shouldn't he finish Guardians 3 and walk away? Or should he just bring him back and let him continue to bring us the, you know, the best work he's ever done? And in, in, me personally, I don't know James Gunn for anything else other than Guardians. I'm not going to lie. If he did other stuff, I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. But... He's gotten my attention with the Guardians movies. So, what do you guys think about that? How do you guys feel about uh, Flash's new uh, costume for season five? Uh, I kind of like it, but let me know how you what you guys think about that. How do you guys feel about uh, Supergirl getting her own movie? How do you feel about Batwoman? How do you feel? I mean, how do you feel about uh, Silver Sable and Black Cat literally getting their own solo films? Which, by the way, and by the way. I, I forgot to mention this. That's just that's on the, just a list of solo films they're talking about doing. They're talking about doing Silk. They're talking about doing some character named Jackpot that I don't know. They're talking about doing uh, some guy named Nightwatch. I think his name was Nightwatch. I mean, they they have a list of solo films. They're they're in the process of getting ready to do. How do you guys? How do you feel about Sony and all these <laughs> all these solo films they're shooting out there all of a sudden? How do you feel about that? And how do you feel about the speculations about uh, Dark Phoenix getting like major, major reshoots and the potential sequel from Hasbro, uh, you know, Power Rangers, you know, since now they have Power Rangers. How do you feel about that? Let me know how you feel. And, and oh, and about how you feel about are the trailers enough to, to give you to help you make the decision about whether or not a movie is going to be good, whether or not a show is going to be good or bad or not. And have what what movies have you watched that that's a question I'm gonna put out to you guys. What movies have you guys seen that when you saw the trailers they they, they you led to believe that it was gonna be fantastic and then when you went and saw it, it was hot, wet garbage. It was straight boo-boo. I I can I can already name one I can name two right now. Uh, Reign of Fire with Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey, that movie stunk. I've hate that movie and I was like the, and the trailer made me think it was gonna be sick another movie Forbidden Kingdom for it had a uh, Jackie Chan and Jet Li and I forget the other uh, there's other people in that movie uh Forbidden Kingdom was led to be one type of movie and then when you go watch it it's like a completely different story I'm like are you serious those are my those I, and I know there's more but those are the two right there I can immediately think of. So what movies have you saw that were like you were deceived by with by the trailer and it made it seem like it was gonna be great and they failed? And is that enough? Is is seeing like clips and stuff enough to determine whether or not a movie's gonna be good or bad or a show is gonna be good or bad? So let me know what you guys think, all right? And you know like I said, conversate you hit me up on on, on Twitter. I, I'm there on Twitter. I have my email, House of Darkner Gmail. Uh, hit my House of Darkner uh page on facebook let me know what you guys think let me know how y'all feel and we can go on from there all right guys so uh like i like i said i apologize for being a day late uh like i said life tends to want to mess with me <laughs> and sometimes it works but I, I it's out it's gonna be out and so i hope you guys enjoy it 
let me hear from you. Let me know what you guys think. And this is the House of Darkner, another episode of Jive Talk. Hi, stay hydrated, guys. It's very hot out there. There's all the fires and stuff going on. Stay hydrated and be safe. <laughs>